the first novel I finished, I finished when I was about 14 or 15. Right. It's total crap. Um, my dad still <laughs> has it on his hard drive, I think. And like he keeps threatening to like bring it out and have a look at it. I'm like, just do not <laughs> open that file, <laughs> whatever you do. That. Hello and welcome back to In Our Own Words. Today I'm joined by Beth. Um, so yeah, hi Beth, Hello. thanks for joining me. <laughs> um, like thanks to... very much for having me. That's okay. Um, would you like to introduce yourself to our lovely listeners? Yeah, sure. So um, I'm Beth O'Leary um, and I'm the author of The Flat Chair, um, which is out now, um, Sunday Times top five bestseller, which is just mad. Like I can't believe I'm Amazing. even saying that. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> um, and it's the story of um, Tiffy and Leon who share a one bed flat, um, but they don't meet because one of them works nights and the other one works days. Yeah, which is such an amazing concept what kind of where did that come from where did that idea come from yeah the concept came first actually for me so um that idea came out of um my own living situation um so okay. my boyfriend is a junior doctor and he works lots of night shifts and I was commuting up to London it was an hour on the train and so I would literally get back just after he'd left for work and we would like move like you know it's that ships in the night thing like we we literally didn't overlap and I was complaining about it to a friend of mine and she said um oh if your boyfriend wasn't in a relationship he could rent out his room when he wasn't there Mm. and I was like oh that is like not as a business idea more as a novel idea like that that's really interesting and like what would happen if two strangers lived the way that I was living with him like what you know I, I started to notice stuff in the way that Tiffy does notice things about Leon in the book, you know, things mm. like how many coffees he'd had or like whether his trainers were out that many had time to go for a run and all those <laughs> things sort of help you piece together somebody's day. And like, could it help you piece together who somebody is if you didn't? Yeah. yeah. So he didn't end up renting out his flat to a stranger then that didn't actually happen. <laughs> no, <laughs> thank, thank God. <laughs> Although you'd be, it's, you'd be amazed, like since the book has been um, published, like the amount of interesting stories I've heard about people's bizarre like flat shares you know people um I met a lovely bookseller in Ireland who said um that when he first started seeing his now wife Mm. she worked night shifts and they never overlapped and they used to cross paths on like a corner of a street on their way to work every day and just like have a kiss and say hello (laughs) so so, you know they lived like Diffie and Leon kind of in a sense and um yeah stories about people bunking with you know how like on submarines apparently like sharing a bed is quite common you you know when you're working different shifts it's a whole world of flat sharers out there (laughs) this sort of opened up your world (laughs) exactly that's amazing yeah because what I found so I first picked up the book because I went so the cover obviously says they've they share a bed but they've never met and that's sort of what made me go oh that sounds that sounds weird I'll pick this up like what's what's (laughs) going on here so that's kind of what attracted me to it but what sort of made me fall in love with it is how complex your characters are so quite a lot of the time you'll be reading a rom-com and you'll sort of it's kind of the same thing they have like a big presentation at work and who's their quirky best friend they're secretly in love with and there's kind of the classic script that most rom-coms follow right and so but reading yours it kind of had that the whole showing the bed thing but also um your main characters had a lot of stuff going on sort of prior to when we met them in the book um, and I wonder if you want to speak a little bit about that, about how kind of that started. Because to me, that's what made the book really sort of stand out and be like, yeah, this is a good book. <laughs> so- oh, thank you. Because actually, I was really worried about that. Like, So when I wrote the book, I sat down and I wanted to write a romantic comedy. And I had yeah. this idea of two people sharing a bed. And then I started to kind of explore about the characters. And I was kind of asking, well, what kind of people would be willing to go for this arrangement? Like, mm. you'd, they'd have to be quite unusual. They'd have to have 
a circumstance in their life that made them willing to share a bed with a stranger essentially (laughs) at different times but still (laughs) um and yeah that sort of I guess it then the characters came next um and then once I'd got to know them like all of this sort of backstory it's hard to explain like it just I it made sense to me and it started to become sort of part of their characters um you know that they've they've both got issues that they're dealing with and I think I wanted to write a very modern um love story that and I think the reality of sort of meeting somebody in your late 20s is you will have some baggage whether that's you know tricky family stuff or you know issues with exes um and so it just kind of made sense that they would have this this depth to their characters I suppose and then I I was I was thinking about I I finished the novel and I was trying to muster the courage to send it out to literary agents Mm -hmm. um and I showed my sort of you have to write a kind of cover letter almost when you send something to a literary agent to kind of pitch the book um and I showed it to a friend of mine and he was like yeah I'm a bit like I'm a bit confused because it's like it's a romantic you said it's a romantic comedy but then it's like all this serious stuff and I was like (laughs) no I didn't really mean to do that like and I was I was really worried that it would make it sort of something that made it hard to market or you know I just thought people aren't going to know what it is um so it's really especially nice to hear people say that they like that about it yeah well I think it, it makes the characters relatable so you learn about like well I did in like my English lessons at high school do like make sure all your characters have heroic flaws and all that kind of stuff and they sort of <laughs> and that but with this it didn't feel like it was like we're trying too hard it felt like okay so this is why they're here like you say but then I said I don't know it was just it felt real like and I think that's oh, why it was so you. great because I am a very character led writer if that makes sense I know some yeah. people kind of go get their plot and then they, they sort of work from there for me once I've nailed the characters they tend to sort of direct things themselves a little bit and and they I know I'm onto something when they start to feel like real people who are making decisions that maybe actually aren't very convenient for the plot like you're like (laughs) oh really did you have to do that but that you know if you feel like that stronger sense of yeah "Yeah, they would do that and it would be wrong to write them doing the opposite then you know you've got a real feeling yeah character I think yeah and I think that's kind of what made me at the end at the end of the book go like so I messaged you on Instagram when I finished the book and I was like there's more, right? There's got to be more. I've fallen in love with oh. these characters. I'm too emotionally invested now for you to take this away from me. <laughs> that is lovely. Thank That's you. Lovely. My favourite thing has been people saying um, that they've started to dress a bit more adventurously because of Tiffy. Oh, that's amazing. I love that. Yeah. They've got so more confidence. Yeah. Well, people being like, yeah. So, like, I bought loads of really ridiculously brightly coloured stuff today and normally I wouldn't wear it together, but I'm just gonna. I'm going to channel my inner Tiffy and put it all on. That must be so amazing to hear as well that like your book is actually sort of affecting how people live their lives that's that's yeah I guess in a small way yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's great so you've kind of already touched on it one of my questions is going to be how do you even start writing a book so I get that a lot with music people go how do you even start writing a song how do you do that and I'm like I don't Mm. know it just sort of happens but like to me a book seems like such a colossal thing like it's a it's a big piece of art essentially how do you and you said like so you came up with this idea because you and your boyfriend were sharing the flat it was like he was never there and then you got the characters but kind of what what was that like that process for you sort of taking the leap into into writing a book how did that happen Mm. so yeah the I mean it is you're right it is a colossal thing a book and (laughs) just holding a whole like you know 95,000 words in your head in one go like it it sort of stretches your brain (laughs) um 
and and actually I think when you're starting you have to not think about the size of it otherwise you're just like what well I mean how do I even begin (laughs) yeah um but like I mean I've always written and I've always wanted to write novels so even Mm. I mean the first novel I finished I finished when I was about 14 or 15 is total crap um my dad still (laughs) has it on his hard drive I think and like he keeps threatening to like bring it out and have a look at it I'm like just do not (laughs) open that file (laughs) whatever you do we all got stuff like that though the parents bring it out yeah like, oh, I can't believe I did that. I thought I was the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I do honestly think that practice, I mean, I, I wrote all through my teens and I was trying to write novels and it just meant that writing, I, I probably wrote four or five full novels before the flat share. Wow. Um, and that teaches you each time, no matter how rubbish it is, <laughs> you learn more about holding a book that size in your head. Like you and also like you learn that like so much of the work happens after you finish the first draft so you might as well just like plow on <laughs> there's a certain amount of plowing on in writing a novel just because of the sheer amount of words like you've yeah. got to get stuff down so that you can start kind of crafting it um but yeah in terms of sorry you asked about starting um <laughs> well it's kind of the process as a whole because I've got no experience in writing a book I will admit <laughs> yeah no but starting is a really good question because that is like the magical bit isn't it because mm. it's like what it's what, just having a blank page? page in front of you like exactly what, do you start you know once upon a time like, <laughs> do you know, like yeah what's, so actually the beginning the beginning of of a book always changes for me um so now that I kind of know that it takes the pressure off the blank page feeling a bit because okay. you're like well I'm writing a, I'm writing a chapter one but let's be honest this chapter one is going to change like five times before anyone <laughs> sees it so it's usually just kind of like launch in sometimes like so with the flat share Actually, the beginning of the flat show was totally different when I started. Um, but it was, it's usually for me involves characters having a chat when I first start writing because I really love writing dialogue. And like mm. I say, I'm really character y. Um, so I tend to kind of want to hear their voices yeah. and I'll kind of let them have a chat for a bit and see sort of where that goes. Um, so yeah the, the flat share actually when I when I sent it out to agents um the first 10 chapters or so were really um slow like they were much too there was much too much kind of of basically I'd left in too much of the me figuring out what the novel <laughs> was going to be and who the characters were um and my agent helped me to really cut those back so that it's much more like you're immediately in the story instead of like who are all these people? Let's let them <laughs> sit around in a cafe and talk to each other as we figure it out. <laughs> but that's part of the process, I guess, for me. And and um, and yeah, like part of the giving yourself the courage to start is just mm. sort of being like, well, put some words down, and yeah, you yeah, might cut them later. See where but, you go from there. Yeah, yeah, that's really interesting because like you don't see like obviously as an as a reader at the end of it you don't see like all of the iterations of you know here's version one okay here's version two and then I'm assuming yeah, it's like when God. you do I don't want design. anyone to see version one <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming it's like graphic design where you have like five files on your computer one's called final and then you have final final no really this is the final and it keeps going <laughs> I will get there eventually I'll get there <laughs> yeah you do need a, a good filing system for a novel yeah. as well there's, there's always <laughs> about a billion folders and um <laughs> yeah no it's it's it, it can get messy you <laughs> can imagine so because so you said you were sending it to your literary agent because you you were in publishing for a while is that right yeah so I worked in um it's a kind of funny bit of publishing so it was, it's in um children's licensing so I worked okay. on the books that were um based on tv stuff so I worked on the Peppa Pig books and the in the night garden books oh, um cool. yeah so it was it was amazing and it was it was such a buzzy fun 
place to work but it's it was a really different kind of publishing from the kind that I now work with yeah and I'm I can kind imagine. of realizing that more and more like as I'm kind of you know learning about it um so yeah it was it wasn't actually sort of it was quite a different world um mm. and uh yeah I didn't sort of um yeah I, I would I wouldn't say it kind of it helped me a lot in terms of I learned so much about how to pitch a book and things like that um, yeah. from from publishing. But I didn't like meet literary agents through work or anything. So yeah. I had to do, you know, I did a proper sort of... Um, yeah, you still had to do all the hard work at the beginning. Piles, <laughs> submission. Um, but no, I'm not to say that it wasn't. I mean, it like it helped a lot, I think, that publishing experience. It just gave mm. me more of a sense of like the book world as a, as a marketing, yeah. you know, as a thing yeah. that people are people are trying to make money and how people sell books and things it it kind of gave me that frame of reference I think and not just that you used it as sort of part of the character of Tiffy didn't you I did yeah that was a lot of fun yeah I can imagine doing it and I love that as well so as well as all of like the the rom-com side of it and the sort of dealing with all her problems and that sort of thing there was the whole work kind of stream as well and I was like yeah she is a strong independent woman who can also have a man I love that yeah <laughs> yeah I, that. I really wanted both their jobs actually to be kind of part of the story which is why mm. I chose jobs that I knew enough about like yeah. you know obviously my my uh, partner helps a lot with um because uh, Leon is a palliative care nurse and yeah. he helped a lot with the medical stuff um and uh and then having worked in publishing it was quite fun to invent this kind of quirky odd publishing house you know mm. that, that yeah. I could kind of populate <laughs> with like all of these curious characters that that Tiffy works with um so yeah no I, I definitely wanted their work to be part of the story I kind of knew that the side threads you know like the, mm. the that some of the the narratives that kind of wove through would would yeah. come via their work I knew that there would be a couple of characters from the hospice who we'd get involved with and yeah. that that Tiffy would have this author who um you know suddenly yeah the break, breaks breaks out from being a kind of nobody to suddenly being a huge success yeah and that's another thing so you sort of built this whole world like you say with all the side characters in the hospice and all that kind of stuff and I thought that was that was amazing and there's I don't want to give any spoilers away I know I've been trying to kind of I know I keep trying <laughs> so no, I find that I just really want to hard. talk about it with you like <laughs> as much as I can um but there's also you've got quite a bit of um LGBT representation in there as well um that's not mm. a spoiler is it is it no no I don't think so. Was that an important kind of part of part of it, or did that just sort of happen because you you built the characters, like you say, and it just sort of happened from there, or was that something you say, okay, I want a little bit of that in there to kind of build that in? Yeah, to be honest, I think it's just it was just the latter. Like I, they, it kind of just happened, and that's how the characters came to me. And I guess I wanted to sort of reflect like the world that I live in. So you know, those characters you know obviously wouldn't be kind of written out of the story but yeah um I always feel a bit bad when people are sort of like what, what was your thinking behind various you know elements of the book I always feel like I'm saying yeah I'm just not sure there was that much thinking <laughs> but there is an element of that with me like as in that seems to be how I write a lot of it is quite kind of it, there's something vaguely kind of magical about it and I don't really yeah. know what's going on as it's happening. <laughs> but I think that's great that, you know, those characters weren't in there to, you know, tick a box and go, right, okay, we've got some representation in there. We've got, you know, we've got this, we've got that. I think I think that's probably what made it so much more natural because I didn't oh, read it and good, go, yeah. you know, oh, oh, great, there's, there's someone gay there, brilliant. Like, I didn't, it sort of just was part of the story and then sort of reflecting mm. back on it. Um, oh, I was that's like, exactly how it should be, so that's good. Yeah, and I, so I think that's... 
that's great. But I sort of just wanted to... Because sometimes people go, oh, well, I've written this book, you know, about this. And then you're like, oh, but have you done that to sell books? Or have you done that as part of the characters? Mm. And it's mm. kind of that whole thing. But, yeah, it was... Yeah, I just I don't want to give spoilers away, but <laughs> definitely read the book. <laughs> um, yeah, we can see. we can finish recording and then you can tell me all the things that you think about. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. So we've kind of rattled through all my questions that I had for you. <laughs> the last question. Oh, sorry. That I normally, no, it's fine. It's great. <laughs> um, the last question I normally ask people, because so far all of my guests have been musicians, is come up with a jingle for the podcast. <laughs> but I'm oh gonna... god! <laughs> so you can go with that. <laughs> That's one, terrifying. <laughs> or you can help me come up with a separate segment for people who aren't musicians. But I was thinking maybe a tagline for the podcast. Would that be a oh. better thing to give to people who aren't musicians? What do you think? <laughs> so. How do you mean? Like what? What you would? How you would sort of sell it? Maybe I, I don't know. What do you think? Oh what well, think I think I mean you'll find you'll find authors will probably struggle with that because other people write those lines for us. That's a good, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> In fact, when you were saying like, oh, I picked up the book because I saw those lines on the front, I was like, oh, brilliant! Like Beth Anna Quirkus <laughs> who who wrote that. You know, they these people don't get any credit, but they're amazing. And that line that I think it's fantastic that Tiffy and yeah. Leon share a flat, Tiffy and Leon share a bed, Tiffy and Leon have never met because yeah. it immediately does, like you say, make you go, ooh, like what. What, what's that about yeah, what does um, that mean how does that work <laughs> yeah yeah and that is such a skill writing those mm. writing those um taglines yeah it's yeah. amazing yeah okay so what what task should i give you then that really throws throws you and other authors off what should what should that be mm-hmm. so you need something that relates you want it to relate to the podcast you? yeah yeah so the podcast is all about words in general so kind of like songwriting books i need to find some poets to come on here because i think I'd just oh, be so interested idea. about that. Well, how about how about you get people to? I mean, I can give you. How about um, <laughs> so Alice from uh, in in your own words in our own words podcast um, was walking down the street one day um, when she bumped into rival podcast maker. Uh, <gasps> let's see, what's his name? Calvin. How about Calvin? Oh, yeah, um, sounds like a criminal. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Tony Calvin's listening. <laughs> Basically, I'm working on a uh, uh, a novel for you. Really, Brilliant. I'm going to give okay. you a, a synopsis of your novel. I love this so much. <laughs> so, a rival rival podcast maker Calvin. I'm thinking he tells you that you'll never make it to the oh. heights of his success, and oh. you guys make a bet, some sort of bet. I'm thinking, cool. Um, cool. and then we're getting we're going to get a nice like hate to love storyline, um, and. Um, lots of uh, you know vying for the same you know slots on 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 radio shows and oh, uh, and eventually yeah you'll have to you'll have to beat him to to an to an award cool. and um, and then uh, at the final yeah perhaps he will finally confess that all along he's been madly in love with you. Wow, I don't think my boyfriend would be too happy about that. But in the story, I oh love no, it. he's not in the story. <laughs> Sorry, Maybe. but he's he's got to go. He's got to go. Yeah, got to think of the narrative here. Yeah, it's all about the narrative. Okay, well, I love that. That's a great segment. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sorry to all future authors who come on who are not prepared to uh, <laughs> yeah. immediately write a novel about you. <laughs> I'm like, excuse me, I've, you know, I've got my, my novel, I need a part two. You know, you can write the yeah. <laughs> The sequel, the sequel. <laughs> That's it. Everyone will have to do a sequel to the previous one. I'll end up in space <laughs> crazy by the end. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for coming on. If you oh, haven't no, already it's been great. read Beth's book, I would recommend you go and read it. Um, and I can't wait to now talk about it with her without all the spoilers. Um, but definitely go and read <laughs> that. And thank you for listening to In Our Own Words. Have you got any upcoming so projects much. that you want to plug or anything like that before we go? 
Oh, well, I mean, I am working on my second book, um, which is exciting. Um, so I can tell you a little bit about that if you're interested. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so um, it's called The Switch, and it's about a grandmother and a granddaughter who essentially swap lives for two months. So the Mm. grandmother is newly single. Um, She lives in a little village in Yorkshire Dales, um, and her granddaughter has just, like, had a bit of a meltdown at work. She's been sent off on a two-month sabbatical, um, and her grandma comes down to London, lives in her granddaughter's flat, and tries the London dating scene, where while the granddaughter um, heads up to Little Village for some rural R&R. Um, nice. Of course, it does not all go quite to plan. Um, and I think you'll find, I hope you'll find, it's got that same sort of depth that we were talking about with the flat share, like mm. the... I mean, the same, the exact same thing happened, interestingly, which was I kind of had that concept and then I got to know these characters and I realised that there was a lot more to them and a lot more to this swap than than met the eye. You know, I, I, there yeah. was, there's been, without wanting to give too much away, there's been a lot in their family <laughs> and switching roles in this way is kind of part of them figuring out how, how their family works now. So, um, oh. yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I'm, I'm yeah. really enjoying writing it. Yeah, and to not, not quite Freaky Friday. They're not swapping that extreme. <laughs> Yeah, not full-on Freaky Friday. They're not swapping bodies. <laughs> Just swapping homes. Just homes and lifestyles. That sounds yeah. really interesting, though. Yeah, to have oh, some people you. from that kind of... People that different swapping swapping lives. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's also... It's been interesting because it's so two female protagonists, mm-hmm. um, which is just, to be honest, meant double the amount of romances because you've got <laughs> two love stories to write instead of one <laughs> which is always a good thing definitely I'm, yeah I'm definitely yeah. a romantic the more the better for me yeah me yeah. too <laughs> that's great well when does that come out then is that soon do you have a date uh, so it'll be next spring we don't have a date. Well, yeah I'm not sure what the finalized date is yet but yeah it'll be next year that's so exciting well I'll definitely get a copy of that um oh, yes yeah, so if you haven't already go and read the flat share and look out for that in in spring next year brilliant thanks so much cool so thank you for listening next time on in our own words it really was an exercise in like how little can you bring to europe (laughs) and like to put on a show like Mm. how can you use your stories your humor your emotion your ability to play instruments (laughs) 